Welcome to the December 13th episode of the Bench Boys Podcast. Friday the 13th. <laughs> uh, I hate computers. I don't know why our song just likes to derp now. That's two weeks in a row of just <laughs> handy capable yeah. music playing. It's good. Good stuff. Uh, I'm Tyler and Jared is with you or with us. With you. With you Not too. with me. Yeah. Jared, Jared, I'm not with wall. you. <laughs> kind of like on the on the stream. There's just a wall here. That yeah, goes yeah. away. I don't want to see him. Uh, I believe Brett is going to join us eventually, as well. Yeah, I should be in there momentarily. Just got to finish a couple things. I'll Big old bitch. <laughs> um, I don't know where to start today. Um, well, we could talk about crazy goalie incident. Yeah, sure. Why not? Want. Let's start with Tucker Tynan. Because first of all, he's got an amazing name. If he didn't have such a great name, T-T-A. he may have died. <laughs> that was clearly why he prevailed yeah. through this incident. Yeah. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, we will give you a heads up. The Niagara Ice Dogs were playing a game in the OHL last night, and their goaltender, Tucker Tynan, was <laughs> making a save, and a player from the London Knights, Biffed, went skate first into Tucker Tynan's leg, which... 99 times out of 100, nine... I mean, it happens a lot. Like, Yeah, like, guys go that way. Like, it happens. The pads generally get in the way. Pants get in the way. Whatever. This freak accident, the skate went under the pants and sliced Tynan's leg open. Like, real bad. Bad. Uh, I saw pictures of it after I got home last night. After the brutal Flames-Leafs game. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It looked like somebody died. It literally looked like somebody died on the ice. It looked like a damn crime scene, man. Especially like, yeah, some of the pictures after. It's just like equipment there's everywhere. Just equipment, like, there's towels, blood. there's blood. Like it, It's blood. just gnarly. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, Tucker Tynan is stable and in good condition. Uh, he's recovering. His surgery went well. He's out of the woods. That's like an immediate surgery, too, oh. right? It's like, oh, we need to fix this now. Like They would have done surgery in the ambulance if they could. Yeah, like, freak. Uh, absolutely freak accident. Absolutely amazing job by the trainers. That both too, the Knights right? and the Ice Dogs trainers. Amazing job by the paramedics. Just across the board, it's... Naturally, they postponed the hockey game because that would have been impossible to play. Oh yeah, well, like just to clean the damn blood up, it would take oh, a long time. Man, Plus, to, like, like redo the ice. That's like emotional on, especially oh. junior players. Yeah, that's freaking a well, lot like, to handle. You think about an NHL injury, 
where a guy gets stretchered off or something, the mood in that rink is just immediately crushed. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter what happened in the no. game. It always takes, like, a good, you know, like, 10 minutes well, of like, play. Think of, like, like, Scott Saberin this year in the yeah. NHL when he got knocked out in that fight and just right bloodied up and left on the stretcher and all that stuff. Like, that. the game was never the same. Right. You might as well just postpone the game. <laughs> this is obviously... It's, it's probably easier to do in junior, I guess. That is probably true. It's probably true that it's easier on a major incident, too. Um, it's just... It's, a, it's freaky. It's freaky for me, especially as a goalie still in beer league. Like, if that was a beer league right. game, I'm dead. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, we were talking about that. Like, yeah, imagine if that happens. It's just a normal community rink, you know. Like, there's no one. There's no one on a beer league team who knows what the fuck they're doing first. Aid. I play Real, hockey. Really. I play hockey with a guy that's going to school to be a paramedic. Oh yeah, hey, that's probably I, pretty good to have. Realistically, don't think he's gonna save my life because there's no other paramedics in the building. Right. If this was one guy, like if you had to wait for an ambulance, he's he's done. Yeah. Right. right? Well, like if it's a lot. Yeah, it'd be a lot scarier. Right? Because, yeah, I guess they have uh, ambulances just waiting at every rink, Because you have to have paramedics on site, so I'm pretty sure they're with an ambulance. Yeah, probably, right. Um, So it's just crazy, right? It's just... It's an absolute freak accident. The CHL has had neck guards mandatory for as long as I can remember. Actually, I don't know if that's true. I don't know. it's, like, only been five or six years. It's probably longer than that, but it's... Yeah. It, we I was just looking for an article to kind of remind myself of all the details of this before we came on. And one of them was, would this uh, affect the way they look at goalies wearing cut-resistant uh, cut gear underneath? I don't know if it's going to change after one incident because how long has it been? Well, it's, it's pretty damn difficult to, like, change rules too, right? Well... I mean, yes and no. Probably. I guess maybe if, one of, more so when it comes to equipment. Fighting rules didn't take very long to change That's in the true. dub or in the CHL, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Is it what is it? Automatic expansion or expansion? Expansion. What, what kind of word is that? <laughs> Automatic uh, suspension or suspension. kicked out of the game or something? I'm trying. What what's the X word? Huh? Ex- <sighs> expansion? <laughs> yeah, I can't even. Ejection. That's oh yeah, yeah. See that inspection, man. I was like, I know there's an inspection. Oh wow, that's words are tough. We're on fire to start here. <laughs> um, it, I, I, I think they're all different. I think the QMJHL has a different stance as the OHL and the C, uh, the WHL. But I, I, they're all like, I'm pretty sure it's at least an ejection. I don't know if it's a suspension. I believe the OHL has some sort of rule like. If it's your fifth fight or more, you get suspended or something, and then ten fights, you get two games or something like that. Hmm. So it's pretty deterred, but there's still like it's still allowed. Sort it just of doesn't happen very often. It's now. just not as regular. I mean, which is fair because guys fine. used to like be fighters in the dub so they could be a fighter in the NHL and stuff right. like that. And it's like, well, that's not really it, a thing. So yeah, that's not really not. a role anymore. Yeah, you know, you right. have to be a good hockey player still. Drew Doughty actually said something about fighting and like oh, the other day. Right. I saw that. that you quote. Know, 
if you don't have fights, you're going to have rats. Which and is blah, completely blah, blah. true. 100%. But those are the fights that should be allowed. We've, I, we, I think yeah. we've said this before. I agree with media people that say it, but an emotional fight is fine. It's the garbage that happens, like, at a whistle or, like, like at a puck drop. Or, like, stuff. the Ronaldo and Campbell fight that happened in the freaking TV timeout. Yeah. Like, stuff what like are that. you it's doing, like, Campbell? Get out of here. Right? Stuff like that. It's like, that's garbage. Like, that's, that shit should never happen. And, honestly, I haven't seen a stage fight in a long time. It, yeah. It I, I can't remember the last stage fight I saw. Well, like, yeah, you don't really see, like, the lining up at a face-off dot. Like, yeah. yo, you want to go? Yeah, you want to yeah, go? Like, and then you know, drops and like, Evander, Evander Kane and Ryan Reeves had their little brawl where you knew they were going to fight each other that game, but it wasn't, like, it wasn't uh, unnecessary, if you want to call it that, but it, it wasn't, like, Ryan Reeves squaring up with Tom Wilson. Like, that's the only reason they're fighting is because right. Ryan Reeves is a fighter, right? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. fight had... Other reasons. Whereas, yeah, back in the day, it'd be like you have your fighter on the on Colton your team, Moore, and then you have the other fighter on the other team, and you're like, okay, yeah, we're fighting tonight. Colton Moore <laughs> and uh, McGratton or something. And like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we're fighting. You know, we're fighters. So I'm fighting you tonight. Okay. Yeah, we're fighting. Okay. George Peros. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I remember that one of his last fights, and that was Ooh, gruesome. Yeah. That's why but, you don't do that. But right, those those fights don't happen anymore, and that's yeah. the fights that should, Which have is been, fine. should be gone, hundred yeah, percent. And it's fine. that's two things. That's I think hockey being too fast for Milan Lucic's, <laughs> and it's also a fact of uh, it's probably more unwritten where it was just like, okay, guys, like that's a ten, that's a guaranteed, like you're sitting in the box for more than five, kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway, when the whole point of this fighting conversation was rule changes and stuff, I, I think rule changes are easy enough to do, especially when it comes to equipment because CCM does make cut resistant under layers, right? I've never worn them. I can't tell you how comfortable they are. It'd be interesting to just, yeah, like try them on or we know. were talking about this earlier, yeah. the cut resistant, like socks, like not player socks, like feet socks. Yeah. Uh, when the ankle, like the Achilles cuts were yeah, it's like all the rage. Three years ago, probably. Yeah, there was the, the bunch of them, right? And yeah. it was like, those came out all of a sudden. And I think Are those people, mandatory? I don't think so. I doubt it, right? Like, yeah. I'm sure a lot of players use them, though. Maybe, well, but maybe I, not. I, yeah, I who really knows, I It guess. depends, right? Because like, if they're not comfortable, then I don't see a player, especially an NHL player, wearing them for fun. Yeah, they're pretty, right? like, so set in their comfort level kind yeah, of Yeah, right, so it's, yeah. like, it's a question of that. And then it's also a question of, if he was wearing it, would it have done anything? Because, like, if you're coming full speed, man, that's a lot. Like, I don't think some stretchable Kevlar fabric's going to do you any good. Yeah, who knows, really. Science, bitch. Right, so it's, like, but again, freak accident where it's, like, that skate hits two inches up, it probably just hits the pants. It's yeah. two inches lower, probably hits the pads. But instead, it hit, like, right in the middle, slides up, right in, slices yeah. leg. Yeah, that was brutal. But we kind of touched on it right before where the uh, the neck guards. Guys have worn neck guards forever. Well, sorry, not, I'm not talking, like, in dub or in the CHL, but, like, like minor hockey. Minor hockey, yeah. you've worn neck guards forever. I went into Ben's hockey. Nobody wears men or bleh, nobody wears neck guards. Which I actually 
it's like I didn't <sighs> either though, but I think I it was kind I'll of be like, the first one to say that you look like a loser if you wear neck guard and men's hockey. Right. And that's I think the reason why I didn't wear it. That's a lot of guys don't a lot okay, first of all, you get turn off chirps wearing a cage. Right. Never mind a neck guard. But I understand it to a point because again, if a skate catches you in the neck, you're dead. <laughs> well, like it's even like half the neck guards out there. Really, like there's a lot of room for it. Well, that's that's you know? the other thing, right? Is like I think the main like uh, high danger area is like under your chin, right? Like if a skate comes up, it's probably not going to go. <laughs> Yeah, it's not going to just stay it's right gonna, here. Like, it's going to hit you in the up. chin or something, right? Yeah. So it's like, well, the neck guard doesn't do shit for that. And if it shaves you on the way by, well, just well, make I, okay. it neck and cheek guard. Yeah, make it make <laughs> it like a turtleneck that's just extra long. <laughs> yeah. You remember those things? The under, you remember the Under Armour things that were neck guards too? Oh, yeah, right. That was weird. Yeah. Uh, but, right, so it's like, again... The entire U.S. hockey program, like minor hockey program, doesn't wear neck guards. Really? Yeah, dude. Refing, like you'd see an American team come up. Like, for example, when we go to the Max Midget Tournament this year, there's going to be an American team, I think, from Chicago. Okay. They're not going to have a neck guard on. None of them. Hmm. It's and not it, a and thing. It, and it's not even a it's thing not, in the tournament? No. Huh? No, it's a lot of tournaments across the board, it's... Safety equipment regulations are based on where that team's from. Oh, okay. Which is weird because you is think weird. insurance and stuff would right. be like, uh, no. Like you need an overall you need kind neck of policy. Guards. Yeah. Right. But even then, like mouth guards and stuff are kind of like that too. And it's just one of those things, right? But it, it's crazy because you you would think that out of the amount of hours that hockey players play every year in North America, never mind across the world. Mm-hmm. That somebody would get their neck cut. But it just but doesn't happen. I yeah. haven't heard about it ever. Yeah, true, like, true. I'm pretty sure if a five-year-old kid got cut, you'd hear oh, about it. Oh, it would be everywhere. It's like the hit from behind or whatever that yeah. just happened, right? In like Tyke, where yeah. there's no hitting, dude gets hit from behind. Yeah, right? Like, you would hear about it. You would yeah, hear about this stuff. Would. And I've never heard of a guy legitimately getting cut, his neck cut open. Or girl. Richard Zednick was the last one I remember. Yeah. I think that's the only one I've ever seen. Which is so long ago, right? And yeah. Yeah, neck guards like up put in, right? So it's ago. like, yeah, I could see this turning on a dime and making goalies wear this stuff, but would it do anything? <sighs> I couldn't tell you. I have a hard time believing it would have stopped this incident. Yeah, it's have to still terrifying. See the research, and... but, but yeah, it, again, right? As a goalie, I don't wear a neck guard. That could have easily been his face. Well, like, because there's kind of like neck guard ish built in. To the body, not really. Like you kind of see it on some. At it's least. like a lump, but it's not actually going to do anything. Yeah, it's just kind of. But then you got like your plexiglass thingy. Sometimes I don't wear one of those either. Yeah, I guess lots of goalies don't wear them too. It's because your your chin on uh, your helmet does that. I guess you're always kind of chin tucked. Well, too, yeah, like right, boxing like, style. Like. Yeah, nine times out of ten, if the puck's coming up there, you're doing this, and yeah. your your chest pads coming up, your neck's going. The only time it really gets you is if it's like deflection or something and you're like expecting it to go somewhere else and then it gets deflected underneath your chin. You're like, oh, shit. Mm, yeah. Like, ah, oh, my collarbone. Ugh. But like, I, I don't know. I play enough hockey that I'm not. I You see so many guys though, even in the NHL, right? It's somewhere, some don't. I don't. I don't know. It's not requirement for a reason. 
But again, I don't know if the plexiglass is going to save you. Yeah. From a skate or something. So I, it's just, it's the freak accidents that scare you all the time. Anything you do. Yeah. Definitely. Um. Yeah, so. Hopefully he heals well. Yeah, and... good luck to Tucker Tynan. It's probably a tough time of the year to have this happen because yeah. it's almost Christmas and. That Probably is true. Want to see family and stuff, and not be gibbled up. Luckily for him, he wasn't like slated for the World Junior Team or something. Yeah, because that'd be rough. Hell yeah! I guess we got that to look forward to pretty soon. Just about there. It's what three weeks? Two weeks? Two and a half weeks? Yeah, and uh, who was it? Arizona? No. Well, where where somebody, is it? No, I don't know. It's oh. in Czech Republic. Uh, oh, somebody yeah, right. just loaned. Barrett Hayton to the World Junior Team. Oh, okay. So they have an extra returnee. Nice. I don't remember where he's from. He's from though, because I'm dumb. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. Anyway, uh, to bigger and better things, the Detroit Red Wings finally won a hockey game. Broke their 12-game losing streak, which nicely spanned five coaches getting fired, <laughs> which was a hilarious tweet I saw. Yeah. Right. I was like, five coaches have lost their jobs since the Red Wings last won a game. <laughs> nice. Good job, Red Wings. Uh, which is kind of funny because it feels like with all the code of conduct hoopla stuff that it's it feels like there's been a whole bunch of coaches from that that have gotten fired, but it's really only two of five. Yeah. Because it's Peters and it's Montgomery, which is the newest one. Right. The, sorry, the newest code of conduct fiery. But Babcock feels like it's code of conduct because of the shitstorm that's happened after he got fired. Just yeah, all the, you know, naysaying. Yeah. Of him. Yeah. Uh, but also this week, Peter DeBoer from the San Jose Sharks got fired because his team sucks. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> They're what? What were they? Uh, like fifteen, sixteen, and something or whatever. Yeah, fifteen, sixteen, and two. I guess that's after yesterday, right? No, they're fifteen, seventeen, and two now. Oh, um, well, there you go. <laughs> coaching change really worked after. They didn't really see the bump <laughs> like everybody else has. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of coaching bump, the bump, the Calgary Flames are on a seven-game winning streak now after last night's game. Yeah. Which is unexpected, crazy for sure. Yeah. As Kyle put it last night, he is the he's the plug whisperer because <laughs> Froelich got on the board. Yeah. Travis Hamannick got on the board. Yeah. And Johnny Goudreau had two. But that was – he's obviously not a plug. He's been a plug. But – He's unplugging himself. Uh, Hamannick and <laughs> – sorry, Hamannick and – Froelich. Froelich are plugs. For sure. Yeah, well, yeah. I thought Lucic scored last night. I was terrified. <laughs> That's one thing the Leafs did do, which was stop Lucic from scoring. Um, But, yeah, so the San Jose Sharks fired – Peter DeBoer, uh, I think that was fair. That team has arguably the well, not not the best defensive six, but some of the best defensemen. Yeah, well, and like two of the better offensive defensemen in the league over the past like you know decade. Yeah. Like Where they're not they're not good at playing defense by any stretch, but clearly 
Brent Burns and Eric Carlson. And Eric Carlson's having a decent year. Yeah, he's doing better now. He had like a really slow start. Yeah, but he's but, like, yeah. he's doing fine. He's on pace for probably 60 points. Yeah. He could use some defense and some team help, but I don't know, man. It, it, it was definitely time for a change. Yeah. That is very similar to the Mike Babcock firing, and you're just like, uh, need a new voice in the room or what? Because, like, that t- they they should be competitive. There's no way they should be fourth last in the West. Well, they did, yeah. They what made the West final last year. Yeah. So, and we're it, it should probably be better. They did get lucky along the way, but they were still a good enough team to be there. Well, yeah. They also and, have a minus twenty eight goals differential right now. Yeah. Which is nuts. Well, and that's like I'm pretty sure Burns is bottom of the league for plus minus, which is like. <laughs> Holy shit. Is he dude. really bottom? That I'm would pretty be, sure I heard be that. impressive. Let's find out. NHL and like stats. for Burns, and he's got like not very many points. That was kind of like what they were talking about. Like maybe this is a good switch for Burns because, you know. <laughs> pretty close. For whatever it is, it's pretty close. <laughs> uh, surprise, the Detroit Red Wings, who are leading uh, the league yeah. in minuses, are leading the league in a player with minuses. That makes sense. Players, actually. Multiple. Uh, Andreas Athanasiu. Ooh, really? Uh, minus 33 on the year. Boy. That's pretty rough. Holy uh, shit. Close second, Valtteri Filpula, also of the Detroit Red Wings, minus 25 on the year. And then you have Brent Burns, third at a minus 23. Jeez. That's through 34 games for Burns. Yeah. And only 29 games for Athanasiu. <laughs> That's I rough. hear a lot, like, he's, I wonder if that's a player that they try and move to. Athanasiu? Yeah. Uh, see, he's a, I think he's a good player. I don't know if, I think he's, I think he's part of the solution in Detroit because he's a young up-and-coming player opposed to, like, a Mike Green or something like that. Yeah. Or a Jimmy Howard. <laughs> yeah. A little over the hill. Right. Uh, Detroit also has four. Uh, Dennis Chalowski. Minus 22. He must be a rookie. Yeah, I don't know who the heck that is. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so there's a bunch. Uh, Kevin LeBanc is oh, yeah. Another minus 18 at 6. Clapham minus and 18. How many points does LeBanc have? Uh, 19. Okay, that's decent then. Because I know is, he was like, projected to have a good It's season. crazy, man. He's got four power play points, and he's a minus 18 with 19 points. Hmm. So he's got at least 15 pluses. That's a lot of goals oh, against. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's totally. a lot of goals against. At, like, at least ice. like 15 pluses. More, yeah. Probably yeah, more like probably, 20 or yeah, 25. Probably more than that, but he's got, he, officially for sure, he's got that many. Minus 50. Yeah. He's like, been on the goal for 50 goals it's against. Not, it's not the greatest Corsi, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, so the Sharks, I, like, I, I was definitely not surprised by DeBoer at all. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then Hines was fired in Jersey, which yeah. I think is probably fair, too, because Jersey's bad, a lot of it's goaltending, but they have good players. Even Taylor Hall's been bad, right? So it's Well, like, yeah, like when it comes to, like, point production and stuff, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, those, uh, those two teams are in pretty shitty situations. So I guess since we're here talking about the Western division, or conference have you noticed how 
crazy the points situation is from top to bottom in the West. Yeah, it's pretty nutty. So the fir- first place team in the West is St. Louis with 44 points. Could be overtaken by Colorado tonight uh, with 43 points. Then you have Arizona leading the Pacific at 42 points. And then you have three teams in Winnipeg, Edmonton, and Calgary tied at 40. Uh, Edmonton and Calgary have identical records and just about identical row. Yeah. Flames are one short. And then you have Dallas at 39 points, so they're just behind Winnipeg in the central. And then you have Vegas at 37 points, just behind Calgary and Edmonton. And then you go through the non-playoff teams, 36, 35, 33, 32, 30, 30, 28. That's a whopping 16 points from top to bottom. And then you go into the east where it's 19 points for the wings. Yeah. To 51 points at the top. <laughs> yeah, 19 points. That's freaking embarrassing, dude. Dude, that is crazy. This has got to be, I, you know, if I watched the Red Wings more, what would they be? probably have heard. But this has got to be, like, you know, projected to be the worst Detroit season we've ever seen. Yeah, probably for Detroit. Like, how could you? I can't imagine them being. They're an original six, though. I'm sure they've had some shit seasons. Yeah, that's probably true, but like not in like the last what three decades. <laughs> yeah, considering they made the playoffs for 25 straight years or whatever. Three, like, what is that? Three years ago now. The Red Wings are on pace right now for 47 points. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so. <laughs> What did what did Colorado have three seasons or four seasons ago? What was it like? Forty nine or no? Was it in the fifties? I'm trying to. I feel like it was in the forties too, wasn't it? I think it was. I think it was forty nine or something. Something like that. Like to get less than half. Forty eight. Oh god. Yeah, to get like less than half or about half the points of the last qualifying team for the playoffs. It's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty embarrassing. Stinking rough. Yeah, forty-eight points. So the so what was Red Wings? Forty-seven. They? So they're currently <laughs> on pace to Let's beat that. Let's see it. Which the forty-eight points is one of the worst seasons, like of all in time, a right? Very, very long time. Yeah. Especially you know, in this era of like salary cap era, that is mind-boggling. That and. 82 game season and 31 yeah. teams and all that stuff like you could the the NHL being as full of parity as it is and stuff like that like it's right. just 48 points man it looks good on the abs right now cuz they're killing it and maybe that's what Red Wings can try and look forward to just yeah, be like it, ah whatever we'll, we'll make some trades we'll get some draft picks right and they just got a free like fourth overall pick from Ottawa and stuff so yeah. it's like but, man, Detroit, because that's the thing with Detroit, is Detroit doesn't have any promising players, really. Like, Dylan Larkin's good. Mantha. Mantha's good. Yeah. Athanasiu is good. But are they great? Like, and are they are yeah. they difference makers on every night? Like, are they, I'm not saying yeah. are they Connor McDavid, but are they. I see what, yeah. Are they Taylor Hall, even? Or are they going to be a person that can lead a team and like you know you need to see consistency from that you know mantha has had good games and he's coming back soon I th- oh actually i don't even he's, know if he's coming uh, back no that i soon. think he's i heard he wasn't even skating it <coughs> bless you jeebus um 
But like even him, because like I have him in the hockey pool and I've kind of been paying too. attention to them. He'll get like he'll have like a good game, but then he like won't even get a point for like four games. Yeah. It's like what the hell? One thing with Manta though, he's only minus four. Hell, there you go. Holy. Which crap. when you consider his teammate. <laughs> Minus what? 52. 30, 33. Oh, yeah. The team is minus 58 or 59. Yeah. Pretty good. To be even close to even on that team is a damn accomplishment, probably. Yeah, right? <laughs> so it's like, that's impressive. I think um, Darren Helm is still a positive player. Oh, yeah. Which is crazy. But, right, like, they just, when, 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 this is part of the craziness of what Colorado has become. They had Nathan McKinnon and Gabriel Laniscog on that 48-point team. Yeah, and Matt Duchesne. And Matt Duchesne. Jerome McGinley. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like they had... Eric Johnson, I believe, was there. Yeah, he would have been. Varlamov was there. Yeah. I think he was hurt a lot that year, but still. like, I mean, yeah, like... Honestly, in this era, there's no one else you can blame but yourself if you're that bad. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like, there's no excuses. But like... again... Part of that thing is like Nathan McKinnon. That was a probably a forty or fifty point season for the guy. Well, right, because it was before he turned into the, yeah. Oh my God, is he almost as good as Connor McDavid? Yeah, like the the man McKinnon. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not the so kid. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> yeah. What was it? Point five eight points per game. I think before what three years ago, something like that. Yeah. Now it's like one point. I'd have to find five that tweet. or three six it's crazy something. But right, so it's like, does Detroit have that and? It's easier said than done because, right, nobody saw McKinnon doing this. Like, nobody saw McKinnon getting 110 points. Yeah. But he very well could be. Like, he's third in the league in scoring right yeah. now. Yeah, he's behind for a lot. Behind Dreisaitl and McDavid. Yeah, there's, like, several players that are projected, like, over 130 points. Right, it's yeah. Just, it's like, fuck yeah, I want to see that. Man, Let's I go. would be blown away if a guy hits over 130. Because what, what did Cooch have, 126 or some shit last year? I think so. 28. Something like that. You see someone like pop off and get like 130, 140. That'd be so insane. Incredible. Yeah, 128 last year. Yeah. He had 87 assists. I think we've said this before. 87 assists. More than an assist a game. What the fuck? What? (laughs) But that was Tampa last year, you know. And they're, you know, you can't really say that they're uh, – in the hole anymore because they've been playing really well lately. Well, but this is the thing with Kucherov. He's having a bad season, right? But like, he's still killing it. I he's mean. still 33 points in 29 games. Yeah, exactly. I think he's still slotted for like 120 or something. Like, he's still over a point a game. Like, that's yeah. unbelievable what expectations do to you. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then team play doesn't help. But, like, it's just this season in the NHL is just mind-boggling. Yeah, we're seeing it just more and more. I love the kind of transition that we're seeing. Getting back to, you know, a little bit more. Well, look at the game points. last night that I was at, right? The Flames and Leafs. Leafs are up one nothing. Flames tie at 1-1. Leafs go up 2-1. Flames score three goals in three minutes in the third. <laughs> yeah. And the game is over. But lead changes are what make games fun. Yeah. Hell and yeah. the Flames did it twice in this week, right? They did it right. against Colorado, too. Yeah. Where it was down two nothing, tied two two, down four two, tied four or sorry, up four two. The Avs tied four four, winning over. Yeah, that was an insane right? game to you. Incredible back and forth game. Those are the games that you're like, oh my god. Right. Glue you to your seat and you're just like, oh. Right. So it's just it's gonna happen next. This is what the NHL wants with scoring. Nobody wants a seven one game. 
Yeah, but that's, four that's, four yeah. on the other hand, hell yeah, yeah, hell even you know like the good old seven sixes that pop out every once in a while. It's just like hell yeah, let's go six five. The goalies might not like it. Six five last night, <laughs> right? Edmonton, Minnesota, right? Minnesota comes out on top. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, we got to talk about that. I forgot. Uh, now that we're kind of on the topic about Edmonton, uh, we have to talk about the Tuesday night game. Oh right, I believe. Uh, Carolina. Against Carolina. Yes, correct. Uh, first of all, McDavid uh, yeah. oh. and his epic breakaway. Looking like a freaking fourth liner. <laughs> oh, man, that was brutal. Four, uh, f- what was it, like a minute and a half into the third period? Ice is still fresh. And he yeah, that's not just an excuse. straight up bobbles the penalty shot. And it is hilarious, especially the fact that he got chirped mercilessly. And my theory, uh, I, oh, yeah, right. I I said this on right. Wednesday. My theory about that, what what happens next? Good captain is that Miko Koskinen felt really bad for Connor McDavid, so I feel like as a as a good team guy who wants to kind of prop up his captain, you know, McDavid's done a lot for the Oilers. You know, he he kind of he gets them a few points here here and there <laughs> uh, on a nightly basis, so. Koskinen felt bad, so he's like, you know what? I'm going to take the heat off of my captain, and I'm going to let one in from center ice because <laughs> I'm a good guy. Uh, it was a bomb. Just what a, a bomb. First of all, what a play by Dougie Hamilton. Because it's, it, like, it it's actually really good. It was. Because he like looks off Koskinen like he's going to dump it down the boards. He knew and what he, he was just, doing. Then he just rifles it on net, and it's in. And you're like, huh. It's like posting in pretty much, too. Yeah, it's it was like, a beauty. Damn, dude. Far side, I think, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolute beauty uh, and just destroys Koskinen and, and yeah, and then was, they go that and funny. that was that was lost two in a row and then they go and play Minnesota on Thursday night and lose three in a row in pretty good fashion six five yeah I think they were down six three six four at one point yeah, six four for something sure like that yeah but again it's just it's I think Brett said it. Yeah, you you said it right. You uh, oh, I'm looking at him like you guys can see him, but he's not he's yet. not here. Oh, <laughs> um, Brett is here. I'm not talking to Brett. Uh, you said it right in the group chat about uh, is this the is this the real Oilers back again? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like a week ago. Yeah, after, are they back after that? Uh, Cost yeah, that, yeah, that goal. That was right. terrible. <laughs> that what was... do you mean it was a bomb? Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't it feel? Doesn't it feel right? Yeah. For the Oilers to be bad again, like it does. Doesn't this just feel right? Yeah. And you yeah. know Calgary's playing better now. It's like ah, oh, things are kind of going back to normal here. Yeah, that's actually trippy, man. That they are dead even. Like it's the same same record. Yeah, so it, plus five or minus five is the only difference. Yeah, one hundred five, one hundred five for goals, four goals against, and ninety five, hundred. Yeah, that's crazy. It is crazy. Um, then look at the last ten. <laughs> but again, that, yeah, that whole division is crazy still, though, right? That's like, a flip flop. That last ten. Yeah, like the Pacific is so. I, I, in my opinion, it's so up for grabs this year. Still, man, the fact that Arizona is leading the division and, says a lot about that team too. Well, right? that and the fact that it's what five points from first to fourth. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Like that. That is insane. Yeah, and it's Vegas is in that second wild card spot, which is not something I really. I, I, you know, you, they got to be better. Yeah. You'd think. So, like, this is going to be almost like last year, well, except it might be the entire Pacific Division instead of Calgary than the yeah. rest. 
Vegas has flower power again, so. <laughs> yeah, Always. that's true. He wasn't playing tonight, though. Yeah, not tonight. Malcolm. That's true. He did. Pl- I think he, he played, played the last Yeah, game. he played yesterday. Yeah. I think yeah. they played yesterday, right? I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he played yesterday. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's just... good to have him back. But uh, again, I think we kind of talked about this, too. The attendance stuff is crazy. For... Oh, that's one thing I haven't paid attention to since that last report. I went. So. I be- like I'm sure it was a sellout last night in Calgary for the Leafs game. Oh, it, I don't believe I don't think it was. Well, sorry. I'm sure it's a sellout everywhere the Leafs go. On the road trips like this, but there was definitely empty seats in Vancouver. There was a lot of empty seats last night in the dome. Really? Oh yeah. And apparently, it wasn't a sellout in Edmonton for tomorrow night's game. Which yet. is Leafs. Which leaves. That is crazy. Like, hmm. I, I'm sure it's a sellout. Like, I'm sure all the tickets have been sold in Calgary and Vancouver. But I was sitting press level because, you know, cheap. And I don't want to spend $200 to go watch the Leafs play. Uh, especially lose like they did. <laughs> uh, but press level was like 75% full. Which is, I feel bad for anybody who spent more than face value at that rate. Huh. Um, That's surprising. I also, like, apparently in Vancouver it was less, but, like, I bet you the Saddledome was 85% full tops last night. Hmm. The lower bowl, like, second bowl, everything. It that's was a, loud. That's weird for like, Toronto out of yeah, any team. Well, that's, right? what I'm, that's what was weird to me. Yeah. It was like, and Vancouver was the same way. And it's not, oh, it looks empty because it's the start of the period no no that this was like 10 minutes into each period yeah it was like that all game hmm. and it's concerning obviously the economy is not as hot as it could be in alberta in canada period in Canada period yeah yeah it's, right it, alberta's definitely taking one of the biggest hits western canada is getting but hit, but you know. it's the leafs yeah that's what i'm shocked by like i don't know what to say right now yeah, i expect it to be odd. crammed in there i don't yeah I, well, I've like never every... been to a Leafs game with you, and we've done this for a while now because it's just something we started when we lived yeah. together. That it wasn't packed. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Well, like in every yeah every time you watch a game, it's packed. I wasn't really paying. Attention I've read a to lot of articles this year saying how. Well, I'm sure. Well, yeah. like, I'm sure it was really sold out. Dipping. I didn't look. Like I didn't try and buy a ticket on Ticketmaster from the venue. Like I'm sure it was mostly secondary tickets because who doesn't try and sell a ticket on? On uh, to the Leafs game, right? Oh yeah. But I was listening to Leafs radio, and they were talking to uh, Jason Strudwick out of Edmonton, and they were talking about how it's not a sellout yet in Edmonton, which is nuts. Yeah, nuts. I don't really know what to say about that. I'm gonna find out like, right now. Shit, yeah. bro. What the fuck? Give you tickets. <laughs> best tickets available. There is a lot of tickets available. Jeez, dude. Yeah, but like, are those secondary tickets or those straight to Ticketmaster? Uh, that one's a resale. That's a resale. Because I'm sure there's lots of resale, right? But it's like there's lots of resales. How do I make this bigger? I just don't. I don't know how you'd find out how many tickets are actually sold. Because there's been a lot of that going around too in the NHL, where like Carolina's announcing sellouts, and you're like, eh, it doesn't look like a sellout. Right. <laughs> right. Which again, a sellout is very different than full attendance. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the thing that. Lots right. of people don't understand. Right. A sellout is very different. You can sell your tickets, just 
people won't go. But at still. the same time, like you have to be worried as a team, as a franchise, that like you're making a lot of money on people being there because they buy stuff. It, that's what I was just gonna say. Yeah. They buy beer, buy food, buy whatever. Yeah. So it's like if you're if you're selling a ticket, that's one thing, but the, you need the secondary revenue. The NHL makes the ticket. The venue makes the bill, the money, like what they sell, the beer, the food, the yeah. stuff like that, the jerseys. Like they make margin on jerseys, the collectibles, For all sure. that stuff. The 50-50, right. that's where they make their money to yeah. upgrade that building and keep it up. Yeah. Not the ticket. Yeah. So it's, I don't know, it's concerning for sure. It's definitely not the first we're going to hear of this. I'm sure it's, the the other weird thing to me is the Flames are on a six-game winning streak. Like, okay, a month ago when the Flames are awful. Yeah, fair enough. I wouldn't go either. You, I yeah, didn't both go. of you guys weren't <laughs> even watching games. I yeah, wasn't. Yeah. Uh, Isn't it seven? Seven in a row now. Yeah, seven. That's what it, Did you just say six? Yeah, I, going six in the last for the Toronto Sorry, game. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Um, so like, it's just weird to me that when your team's doing well, like you don't even go. Especially yeah, to the Leafs. It's not like it was Two. snowing yesterday. Oh yeah, it's fine. Right, it, it's winter. It's December. It's yeah, gonna it's, be shitty. You live in Calgary. You're fucking it, used to it. If you're going to a Flames game, you're going until it's minus forty. Like, yeah, yeah. people it, stand it just, outside. People minus still. Here. It yeah, just blows my mind, right? And stuff like that. You know, Tuesday night against Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, sure. Right. Florida Panthers or something. Yeah. This is Thursday night, which is pretty much a weekend in Calgary, right? Stuff like that. So it's just it weird. It was very weird to me, and yeah. As usual, Leafs fans were out in full force. If I was there, that's something nuts. I absolutely would have commented on. Yeah, right? So it's like, just one of those things of being there you noticed, right? Or I noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, it, atmosphere was normal for me. Like, it's crazy. Like, every time Leafs step on the ice and in my opinion, cheers yeah, In and my stuff opinion, and... you never heard that building loud until you've been seeing it in playoffs or heard it in yeah. playoffs. Like, that's a whole nother level. For sure. But there's always a standard level of... Type. Well, yeah, like yeah. we went, we went to the Avs game, right? And it was so-so. Last night was way better than that, but you know, it's just it's it's kind of scary, especially watching the new ring finally get pushed through in Calgary. I you think just, honestly, that alone too will probably drive more people there. Maybe, but is it? It's not working in Edmonton, apparently. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's that's, that's what's true. scary. Yeah, and that's only, what, two years after yeah. it's been open? It's not exactly old yet. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's knows? just stuff like that that's a little terrifying. Yeah. Have to keep an eye on that throughout the season, see if it gets better, hopefully. Um. Oh, I guess we can talk about uh, Brady Kachuk. Oh, Before right. we get into some depressing stuff. Uh, Keith Primo's kid. Caden Primo. Which is awesome, yeah. I was like, I didn't realize that was his son. Uh, is currently backing up in Montreal, which, you know, of course they need another stellar goalie in Montreal. Not <laughs> saying that this kid's going to be stellar, but potentially. Yeah. Uh, he did not get lucky enough to win his first start in the NHL, but his second start in the NHL, he did pick up the W. And after the game, Brady Kachuk ball. Uh, took the puck. <laughs> And I believe he does this on a regular basis, but I'm not sure. But he claimed that he didn't know it was Keith or Caden Primo's first win, so he didn't know that he needed the puck. Oh yeah. But good guy Carey Price went and got it for him, and all is well. <laughs> yeah. But 
it's funny because they interviewed Brady about it after, and he's like, "Oh, I had no idea." But then he's like, "I'm like, he's like, I'm good friends with him. Like, I we played together and stuff." And he's like, "I we talked about this." He's like, "It's like how how do you not know it's your friend?" So he's totally fucking with them. Like one hundred percent. There's no way he wasn't fucking with them. That's funny. he probably would have gave it to him after anyway. But he said he was gonna give it to a kid. Just like mails it to him. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. Here's your puck, bitch. <laughs> yeah, shreds it up. Just puts it in a Ziploc. That <laughs> just make puck. it into some playground a, rubber. Some assembly required. <laughs> uh, yeah. But kind of funny. Yeah, Different story funny. for Caden uh, Primo. I'm going to mess that up a lot. This what is Caden Primo. Oh, jeez. I'm going to call him Keith the same all fucking the time. Thing. Yeah. So it's Keith Primo's son? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, so good, good on him. He's, he honestly looks like a pretty good goalie. So yeah, could be talking with him for a long time. I saw the highlights. He made some good stops. So good for him. Actually, I did forget about that. David Riddick last night Mm. against the Leafs was absolutely unreal. Oh yeah. The only two goals that beat him were absolute snipe shows. Yeah. And that five on three that the flame or the Leafs had in the third period. David Riddick was unbelievable. Just a fucking wall. Yeah. Yeah, he's been playing so good this year. Like, he is what got us to the point where we are. You know, like, it, our our season could have been way worse. How many games oh, have yeah. you played now? Oh, fuck. Like I don't 29 even know. or something? A lot, yeah. Pro- well, maybe more. How many has Talbot played? He's played, what, five? That's what I'm thinking. Because he played, like, what, two in a row, I think, right? Yeah. Last week? Yeah. But Riddick's played this way the whole year. It's just oh, yeah. everyone in front of him was. Oh, yeah, 100%. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, like he's been... If he, he wasn't... 26 starts. So I said I mean, a few episodes ago he was the best player on the Flames this year. Oh, yeah. yeah. for sure. Yeah, I don't I don't know who else you could lump in the, into that combo. Because realistically, like, even, like, Gio was not playing that well for no. a while. They Everyone looks kind of better now, and, you know, that's kind of like... That was kind of a sneaking feeling I was having. I was just like, well, maybe when Bill, Bill's a bitch, I guess. No mm. one liked him. Maybe. And maybe, you know, that opens up things for Johnny and stuff. Yeah. Needs to be catered to. Looks like it. He's playing, like, actually Johnny again. Mm-hmm. You're like, holy shit, I haven't seen this in, like, all year. And you know what? One thing I haven't seen? A lot of crying on the bench. The, from the, what I've seen, they got the purple seven. Gatorade going again, man. I was going to say, and the purple Gatorade. It's oh, pretty hard awesome. to whine and complain when you won seven in a row. That's wait, true, but he's still wait does until it. they lose. <laughs> wait, wait until they lose two or three. Man, he'll score yeah. two goals in a game and be pissed off he didn't get the third or Maybe. shift to go get the. Third. Or he'll get he's, slashed he, in the hand. And be like, ah! Yeah, like he's done it on the bench. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Times like. Oh, I'm sure it'll come back. Yeah, you know it's inevitable. Yeah. It's time to trade. It's time to trade Johnny Goudreau. I don't know. I don't know about that yet. It's always time to trade Johnny Gaudreau. Jared, he's playing well. Trade him. <laughs> trade his ass. We'll have to see. You know, if... Uh, I don't, I doubt they would do it this year. Especially right now. Obviously. I'm but telling like, you, they got to trade him before the next playoff run. If... I just don't think they will, you know. They got Unless it. they can get, like, Taylor Hall they or something with that. They got to do it. Maybe. But, uh... If it doesn't go well this season, though, and, like, if we do make the playoffs and he does the same shit, yeah, fuck yeah, get him out of here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that'll be too late. But no one, but that's going to be two playoffs in a row where he does this, and no, everyone's going to be like, well, why would I want him? Exactly. That's why you got to do this year. Yeah. It's time. It's a, it's a very fragile thing, you know? 
you want your player to have good value, but you also, you know, you, if he's having good value, you're like, well, fuck. I want him now. Just stay. <laughs> I keep doing it, though. But, yeah, like, Monty's look better, too, you know. The entire team has looked better, obviously. It's good. There's smiles on some people's faces, so. Right. And, nice oh, it was just so nice to see Johnny squirting freaking purple Gatorade in people's mouths yeah, again. Yeah. I was like, fuck, yes. This is what we need right now. Yeah. Like. Get that emotion going and that camaraderie going again. Like, mm-hmm. damn. Bill could have taken that Gatorade away, so he never Well, did. yeah, like, who knows, right? Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Came in the room, took that bottle, slammed it on the Johnny, floor. Johnny, this isn't allowed anymore. You're being, you know, this is getting too much media coverage. You're too happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kick you in the head. Uh, speaking of happy, I didn't really realize this until it happened, but I feel like we should bring it up. Uh, Tim Thomas recently was oh, right. uh, inducted into the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame. He, it's been a very long time since he's played in the NHL, and it's been a very long time since we've heard from Tim Thomas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He retired and disappeared. And at first, it seemed like, well, I mean, up until like this week, it seemed like he did it because he was some somewhat forced out of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cause it, it was never the same after they it's won the what cup. It seemed right. It was never the same after they won the cup, and he said no to the White House. Yeah. Mm, right. Cause then he played, I think, one more season in Boston, and then left. And I totally forgot he played in Florida, and then he retired. Mm-hmm. I think it was two seasons later. I thought he left and then came back and played in Florida for a year. I thought he took a couple. Maybe years that. Off. Yeah. Here, he took me... a couple years off. Came yeah, back in Florida. You might be right about and that. And then he left again. Or maybe like a year or something, yeah. It might have been a year, but I remember him taking time off. Yeah, you might be right about he that. He didn't go straight to Florida, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure about that. Uh, just one season off. One season yeah. off, right. And, right, yeah. uh, yeah, he ended up playing 40 games in Florida. And then I guess he played in Dallas that same year, too. Uh, not the greatest of seasons, uh, 287 and 297. Well, he didn't what? have all his blood flowing. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... Uh, well, f- I'm going to play this interview or uh, whatever you want to call it, scrum or whatever, after he was inducted to the hall. Um, it's very disturbing because I had it no is. idea that this was even close to a thing. Right. Well, especially for Thomas. Right. Yeah, right? Like, I... Like, you've heard the stories and all the crap that Carcillo's been going through and went through, right? Carcillo and... And, like, who else? Uh, I don't know. There's been so many. Basically, any of the fighters and stuff. Yeah, like, and, Tutu, I think, was yeah, talking like about that. Yeah, Car- like, Clark MacArthur yeah. and uh, Savard and yeah, stuff like that, yeah, right? All Savard, these guys who... Were, sure. Paul Correa came out last year. Like, there was a big thing there with his concussion issues. Right. And obviously, Eric Lindros, right? But Tim Eric Thomas... Eric Lindros. T- Tim Thomas was never... It never was a thing. Like, it never, ever came out that he had this issue. Yeah. But he, in his induction presser, he uh, had a bit of a chat about it. And if you want to watch this, this is like, it's a five and a half minute clip here. We're going to show a couple minutes of it. But it's, it's really, it's, it's disturbing how bad it was for Tim Thomas. Where, where you sit, was there regret, or did you look back and say, "Why, well, if, why when you, did I?" When you, when you, when you, when you, 
when you're there but not there and you can't think and it's but you're watching everything and you're seeing your family uh you know suffer because you're suffering but you can't do anything about it and you can't even communicate um which is i couldn't communicate with anybody for a few years i didn't i didn't call my dad i i didn't talk to anybody and uh so there was a time period yeah where i started to where i hated the game so to speak i didn't get far i mean i didn't like sit there and i hate it just like um, my rebound effect was like, <laughs> uh, this wasn't worth it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, that's where I was then. Um, where I am today is past that. And uh, I, I ended up learning so many lessons out of the experience. Um, it brought me uh, tighter with my family. Um, it taught me a value for life. And a value for my brain <laughs> that I may I've never had before, um, and I have appreciation for everything that I never had before. So I don't regret anything. Does an event like this make you think about all those things that you do appreciate about? You know? Yeah, um, <clears throat> um, being welcomed back into uh, the arms of the hockey family so to speak. Uh, it's been great. Um, it's reminded me of all the great people that I... that I crossed paths with all throughout my career. So, it's been very impactful. I think that was the original question. So, I mean, I don't, it's, it's not a surprise to watch a guy that gets inducted into a Hall of Fame be emotional like that. What is a surprise is watching a guy talk about how basically he was a vegetable because of concussions. Yeah. Scary, man. Which, coming from a goalie... And you and think about how many goalies get concussed these days. Well, so if you want to take the cynic side, you can give Tim Thomas a bit of grief because he didn't wear a goalie helmet. Uh, he like in his last few years, he, those were legitimately designed by a goalie helmet company. They were goalie helmets; they just looked like player helmets. Mm-hmm. Like this wasn't Dominic Hasek, right? Right. However. I'd like to know what Dominic Hasek went through with his player helmet. Because those were player helmets. Yeah, and Osgood. <clears throat> right, Osgood, those guys, right? It's just... Listening to a guy like Tim Thomas, which he may not have the... Well, how, what would you call it? The most uh, joyous outlook or like the most... Like you don't look back at Tim Thomas and think of like a happy-go-lucky kind of guy. But I also don't think of him as a firecracker that's always pissed off like a Sean Avery. Yeah. Right? Like, I think of Sean Avery very different than I do. Anybody? Tim Thomas, <laughs> right? Like, a guy like that, right? 
so it's just watching him be like that and then talk about how how bad life after hockey was for him for a long time. And there's another clip. I don't know. I can't remember if it's the beginning of that one that we skipped ahead of. But he talks about having a brain scan after. And he had 5% blood flow to two-thirds two, of, two of his brain. Yes, and then 50% blood flow to the rest of it. So not like, yeah, nothing was going on. Like, are you there. kidding? Like, and that, if that is just concussions, that is terrifying. And also terrible for the sport. Yeah. Well, then it just like. Not any sport in general that has concussions. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. it's not yeah, just like, hockey, it's football. It's yeah, like imagine soccer, NFL. It's, soccer, it's, head, it's everything. Fighting. Fighting, yeah, yeah. being an MMA fighter. Freaking right? Chuck Liddell, man. What, like, well, what the hell? Yeah, right? So it's like. Stop fighting, dude. Yeah. <laughs> right? It, it's just, it's terrifying because I don't, Penn, I don't remember Tim Thomas being concussed ever. Well, yeah. yeah. Right? This is, and this isn't that long ago. This is 2012. Yeah. He won the Stanley Cup in 2010, 2011 with the Bruins. And in 2013, 2014, he was taught, like, in that interview, he talks about how he pretty much was on autopilot the whole season. Right, yeah. He said that he could perform to 90 to 95% of his capabilities. On the ice. On the ice, but at home and stuff, it took him hours to figure out what he was, like, anything. Yeah, he would wake up and it would take him two or three hours to just refocus his thoughts and figure out where he is and what he's could doing, what imagine? he has to do. Could, yeah. Like, could you imagine? That's like, because that's like, but you then know, some of the scariest shit But this life. is this is why that, the concussion protocol stuff has to be a thing. Oh, yeah. totally. Because this guy was basically concussed for, for an entire season and just repetitively getting, repetitively getting concussed. Which also. On the, on the, the daily. And. Just kept showing up the ring, just kept performing, just kept being normal. And, like, yeah, like, nowadays, there you'd think that there's no way he would be, like, medically passed. Well, there's, right? n- there's no way that people talked to him and thought he was in good shape. Right. Yeah, like, because he's saying he could barely, like, fucking like it, it's, communicate. It sounds like he was probably sounded like he was drunk 24-7. Right. Or just, like totally out of it yeah like stoned <laughs> yeah one of the two right like there's like, no yo, way tim what are you having for lunch uh, what man i don't know <laughs> why but scary. timmy's like really Has he just, said anything to you out of it <laughs> yeah right? but like that's yeah that's the scariest and thing like the mind no one going on the team knew about this like nobody well like that's, that's crazy the, i wonder right that's the thing right is like the trainers the medical staff at the same time, this is in Florida. Like, they don't exactly have the best of the best. I don't don't imagine. Well, and like, it's probably changed drastically. Oh, for sure. Oh, especially you know, even that amount of time, eight years. Yeah. It's probably changed a lot. Right. And Obviously, we we know that because the concussion protocol and everything, spotters. Yeah. But, but yeah. I just, I feel real bad for this guy. Like, I feel real bad for Tim Thomas after this. Yeah. Where for the last four or five years, Tim Thomas has just been like off the face of the planet. Yeah. And dude's like what? He's probably like what forty five, maybe. Um, My, yeah, he might not even be 45. that old. I know when he like forty five. Oh, okay, nailed it. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's fucked. 
That is terrifying. 45, and it, your mind is like that? Like, fuck. Yeah. Right? And I, I just, it's crazy, man. It, it's... So all you NHL players that listen to our podcast, because I know everybody does. We have so many NHL um, followers, bro. <laughs> uh, don't get mad at concussion spotters. Who who was it, actually, that recently got pissed? Mm. Oh, it was Marchand, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Man, yeah. they're just doing their job, and they're just looking out for you. Like, you think about a... Tim Thomas now. Yeah. Like, You can go make a bunch of money, but you might not be able to spend it. Well, yeah, you hell. You might not have the time. You might not even know who the hell you are. We were just like, talking about it at work today. Um, we were talking about doping because the Russians got banned from international competition, period. Right. For the next four years or I whatever. guess that like, kind of just, just got announced. Happened? Yeah, yeah, for the rest of it. Not just Olympic stuff. The rest of it. International competition, period. Fuck you, Russia. <laughs> they just for the get next four years. Yeah, something some, like that. That's yeah. summer and winter. Yeah, I think so. But it's not just that. It's like world championships. It's anything international. Is it world juniors? Double IHF. Uh, I don't know. Ooh, probably. Would, yeah, probably. Yeah. So Canada's got a chance. <laughs> well, they'll probably <laughs> play. I'm just joking. They'll it's probably like play the the athletes of Russia or whatever again what? or something. I don't mm, know. We'll see. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't know the details honestly. I it's man. I've been so freaking busy. Right, so it's, but anyway, we were talking about, like, doping and stuff, and one of our guys at work that's not necessarily the biggest of sports fans basically said, why don't, why, why is it illegal to dope? And, part, well, but I, it's not, it's not actually that bad of a question, right? If everybody has access to the doping stuff, steroids or whatever they want, yeah, right? Yeah, then it's different. But again, part of it is life after the sport. Well, yeah, yeah. Right, you don't want people That's to just thing. die. Yeah. That's why it's not a thing in fighting. It's what, why steroids is against the rules in baseball. And But it, it, it's a, a real legitimate fact. If you want to be better at something, it could not be against the rules. Yeah, that's like the whole, you know, running kind of meme of like, let's see two hopped up heavyweights on fucking piled on steroids fight. <laughs> I'm kind of down. Just do like However, 360 spinning back for stuff. Well, yeah, that's it, right? Like it's, it's how... How, again, we, we talked about this, I think. The reason why sports is such a popular thing between, or like, among human beings is we like to watch human beings be the best at something. Mm-hmm. At a competition. Well, doing drugs, like doing performance enhancers, makes you better. <laughs> You're, yeah. Right? So, like, <laughs> it, it's not totally out of the realm of possibilities that it could just not be illegal, right? Yeah. And who, like, who knows? There's probably some kind of sport. It's out fucked there up. Where it's I'm allowed. sure, dude. I am sure. Cricket? Does cricket have uh, doping? I don't know. <laughs> Rugby? <Probably. laughs> yeah. Right? So it's just, it's something like that. Like, on one hand, the curiosity has me like, what? What, what if? What is the absolute <laughs> best a human can do? Like, Anderson Silva. What is in the, his prime? What is the fastest? <laughs> That's it. Yeah, maybe. That's what, pretty funny. What, what is the fastest a human being can run hundred meters? <laughs> yeah, let's get uh, let's get Usain Bolt hopped up here. Yeah, and just see him fly, and then he'll probably have a heart attack at the end. But hell, let's but hey, see it. he did it. That's all that matters, right? <laughs> Six seconds. It's true. Meters. Steroids do and like make just grow everything. Doctors yeah. give it to patients. Well, uh, yeah, it's exactly. Right. Like it does everything, right? They but it's a case of up, it's a case of health after your sport, and that is so key. Mm-hmm. And watching a guy like Tim Thomas of all people, 
Yeah, right? It's like someone that you would not expect. No. At all. Like, I wonder if, how Icky's doing, If man. Corey Crawford <laughs> retires, and yeah. this is Corey Crawford, I wouldn't be surprised because he's had such a bad concussion issue. Like, the same what, thing happened. Over yeah. the last two years, right? Yeah. It's just, again, the, Tim Thomas was of the, at the very tail end of the time where concussions weren't that big of a thing yet. Yeah, like it wasn't. They happened. Yeah. Larry Glendross, Paul like, Gray, like it they was a knew big they had deal, concussions. Yeah. But like it yeah, it, they weren't studied as much. Yeah, right. Sure. It, it wasn't as it wasn't as crazy as it was now or is now. Yeah. Which is good. I just I saw this I saw this interview today and I was like, Oh my god. Yeah, that's crazy because yeah, you said that to me. You hear about Tim Thomas? I'm like, what? What the you fuck about what? Tim Thomas? I found out about this live on air people. That's crazy. Much, so. It's just nuts, man. It, it's yeah, that's nuts. Of the freaky things that have happened this week with tying in and yeah, stuff, right? it's like is this like is this the worst case concussions thing that we've seen yet? Or is he the only one that they actually did some real testing on or some specialty testing on and they found something? Yeah, like I wonder Like is this is this scan gonna start getting done in more like could yeah, Crawford like, have the scan done? Well that could like could have Paul Korea had it? Could Eric Lindros? Obviously, Paul Korea is a really good example. Paul Korea and Eric Lindros had Lindros the same like, symptoms he did when he left. Yeah, he woke up and he's like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, right. and he came out and said that. Right, he came and out and said the same last thing. year. Yep, which when he, was when he came back equally yeah. as terrifying. But again, Paul Korea, you know, he got knocked the fuck out well, in that one yeah. game and then scored the winner <laughs> in the same. He should have never come back. Where are you at? Can right, and spot? he he's probably feeling the effects of coming back now. Right, because yeah. it's. It's the same with Crosby. Well, he's a surfer now. Well, that, but it's the same with Crosby, right? Like, yeah. the reason that one, the winter classic concussion was so bad was because he got re-concussed. Yeah. Right? It was the first one, loosened everything and up. And that's what's the problem, right? That's the what second... they talk about in boxing all the time, right? That's Fighting, why boxing yeah. is so dangerous because boxing, you can well, get concussed and then get back up and get, get re-concussed. Well, every time you get dazed, you pretty much get concussed. Oh, right. That's your freaking brain going, Bang. Yeah. Yeah, the gong inside your head just going off. Yeah, you don't just like your <laughs> right? eyes just don't do that, <laughs> right? For so, nothing. And, and then you continue fighting because it's yeah. in your nature. Well, you like literally fighting would disappear, like boxing and UFC fighting and stuff like that disappears NFL if all of a sudden big trouble. one day is the game is the fight's over. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. It'd be like what? What is even whoever lands the first clean punch. <laughs> Right, you'd have to watch jujitsu and you'd have to watch wrestling. <laughs> yeah, like, jujitsu, freaking MMA would be gone. Yeah, and, it, but at the same time, like maybe it should be. I love watching it. We all love watching the UFC. It's part of our we're DNA. all stoked tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that's gonna be a good one. I can't wait to watch that tomorrow. It's going to be a good one. But it's not a good sport for life after the sport. Well, like MMA is better, obviously. But like, it's Barely. obviously it's not great. Barely. Like, <laughs> well, it's quite a bit better than boxing because boxing's fucked. Maybe. Well, it is. It's like well, well, scientific. No, like I, yeah, like I know it shit. is, but it's like, chocolate else still happens. Well, that's the thing. Well, this is when you got to realize if you're like a fighter or something, and you get knocked out three times in a row, three fights in a row. Done. Call it a day, dude. What's the point? It's not worth yeah. it. What is the point? Especially if you've made it. Like BJ Penn, like I always just go back to him. Yep. Like, dude, stop! You have made so much money. You have your own gym. 
your family's rich from before you even started fighting. Just stop, dude. Like, you're going to... did you start fighting? <laughs> in 10 years, you're going to be a freaking vegetable, for sure. Yeah, right? Like, and ugh, it's not good. That's what's terrifying, right? And then you look at, like, you look at uh, football. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing. Well, Guys yeah. get smashed in the head, smashed in the head, smashed in the head, smashed in the head. And then yeah, every play. Yeah, and then life after football. Like, it's go figure. It's scary. It happens in soccer a lot too with headers. There's yeah, that's oh, yeah. that's cracking heads. That, yeah. that too. Now, now like, that has to be really bad. That's, that's a, no protection. That's a scary one too because it's like and it's oh so soccer, they're all sissies and they're all this and they're all that. It's like ah yeah, but that's one of the sports with the most concussion problems. Wait what? Yeah, and and it's also like yeah. what do you even do about that? taking heading out of the game (laughs) you're literally taking half of soccer out of the game yeah if you take that away yeah it's just like it just happens like okay we can have hockey but you can't pass you can add shoulders (laughs) go back to like (laughs) go back go back to like hockey original hockey where you can only pass backwards we'll have that yeah that was a rule that was a thing Come on, Jared, catch up. So what it was like rugby, fuck? where you could you couldn't pass forward. Yeah, it was like fucking down serious. The line. Yeah. It was like the nineteen. Like, could you like flick it up and kick it up? <laughs> Pretty sure but there wasn't like the blue lines. I don't think at that time there no. was just the red line. I don't even know if the red line existed. There was just a center line. I don't think there was any rules with it. Probably, yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, I have a history book. I didn't know you knew that. Yeah, I did history a of hockey. I did lots of hockey things in school. Nice. Oh, okay. Nice. It's ridiculous. I did not. Yeah, let's go back to that. That's what that would that would be what taking headers away from soccer would be like. <laughs> yeah, and you'd just be like, okay, this is stupid. Why are we watching what this sport? Is this sport? Yeah, <laughs> right. It's oh, that's funny. There's gonna be a time when hitting is no longer a thing in hockey. I almost guarantee it. Because <sighs> it's gonna be that or nothing. Not, it's gonna be that or no game. Like just get a big bubble helmet <laughs> thing. I don't know. Figure it out. Just everybody, let's play sumo hockey. Just put a ball of plasma around your head, like they do with the dome. It's going to turn... <laughs> I don't think hitting will completely leave, but it'll turn into, like, beer league, where you can still kind of rub out a bit and do things Yeah, but like that's that, not hitting. But... That's, like... Yeah. Girls Contact. hockey. Girls hockey is okay. no hitting, so it's yeah. going to be that. That'd be the worst. Contact's allowed, but hitting is not. That's true. Let's let's hope that that never happens. I bet you in 25 years, easy. That'll be the day I stop watching hockey. I'm sure you'll have a reason <laughs> before then. <laughs> Hopefully not. Let's not. Um, Taylor Hall still hasn't been traded. Yeah, you know, out of uh, all the hype off that. There's rumors. Well, so, I got definitely screwed up by a tweet last night because there was a tweet that I saw. It was like, some like, I'm hearing reports that uh, Taylor Hall is going to be skating with the Colorado Avalanche tomorrow night. Oh, God. Yeah, because they're playing each other, you idiot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You fucker. <laughs> you dirty fucker. That one got me real bad because it was like uh, mid Leafs game, and I was like watching the game, reading the tweet. And I was like, <gasps> I was like, God no! Oh, oh, never mind. That's pretty <laughs> funny. Um, yeah. So uh, Taylor Hall. It sounds like they want to trade him by Christmas, though. Which I believe the uh, the date is like the twenty second or something. Is like the roster freeze thing. Oh, the shutdown for the yeah. break, the three day break. Or yeah, yeah. So. Sounds like they want to trade him before then. Hmm. Yeah. Get uh, on it. We'll see. I won't hold my breath. Where's he actually from again? Edmonton, right? 
Um, like, like you're talking like yeah, hometown. Where he, yeah, it's hometown. Is it Edmonton? Mm, actually, no. no. I think it's here, isn't it? Is it? No. Yeah, I'm not... pretty sure he's from Calgary. That's what I, I thought it was. A maybe. Is, he actually... is it Alberta? I feel like it's Alberta. Yeah, Calgary, Alberta. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. How do I not know that? Wow. I don't remember where he played in Calgary though. Interesting. Huh. Okay. Private league. <laughs> Private league. I don't know. Did they go to Edge? Probably not. Edge. That didn't... Well, I guess he... How old is he? Is he 25? our age? Well, he played in... Uh, Toronto, I think. Or Kingston. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah, so... Uh, Oh, he played for Calgary Canucks, Bantam AAA, and then moved to Ontario. Anyway. Um, He's coming home for Johnny. Maybe for Johnny. Else. That would be a good move. Hell, that gives it even more incentive. I would support this message. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just give us a little bit more edge for the Oilers game I st- in January. I still, need, I still need Taylor Hall to go to Edmonton. Well, he will on with the Flames. No, 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 no. I want him to ruin the Oilers' season. <laughs> he will with the Flames. <laughs> yeah, he'll go there and <laughs> score a hat trick on them. <laughs> it's not enough. I need him to ruin like thirty games. Yeah, d- the thing is, is he's not going to do that. He's just going to most but, likely make anyone better. Like, but maybe if he goes there and then they suck for some reason, I'm down. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> he's a cancer. It's man. already happening, so he's a cancer. <laughs> Is he a cancer? Is he one of those players? Maybe. I don't know. They sucked, and then they got rid of him. Has he, he been sucks on everywhere team he goes. yet that has made the playoffs? Well, yeah. Has he made the playoffs? Yeah. I yeah, mean, with Edmonton. He, he made oh, the Oh, pl- right. Yeah. Okay. He's only got five career playoff games. Yeah. like that's... So he didn't make it very much. <laughs> <laughs> one time. In how many seasons? Like Probably eight, eight now. Eight, nine, yeah. That's, uh, it'd be nine, I think. It'd be nine at the end of this year. I'm sure he's ready for that kind of play of hockey. <laughs> you know, just like, can we make the playoffs? Can I not be on a shitty team? No. Come to the Flames, bro. It's no fine. Deal. No deal. Or go to the Avs if you really want to win a cup. Brett, is there anything else you'd like to add? No, because I don't know exactly 100% what we talked about at the start because I was doing wow. some other stuff. But I think you touched about all of it. Pretty we much. touched it. You touched it all. Touched it. Very nice. <laughs> um, pretty short episode today. Only an hour and ten. Watch out. It's because we do this three times a week. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, three one-hour episodes a week. Uh, (laughs) uh, For those that are wondering what we're talking about, we have a Colorado Avalanche podcast twice a week on the Hockey Podcast Network. If you'd like to come check us out. Yeah, we don't even talk about Colorado on this podcast, so if you actually want to hear about them. That's why we've touched on them a little bit. It's probably why we don't really talk about them that much. We try to Wow, we already talked about that. (laughs) Uh, you can also follow us at Bench Boys on Twitter and at Offside by a Mile Pod. Oh, Offside by a Mile. That's it, I think. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoyed. Uh, we are almost at Christmas time. Yay. Two weeks, basically. 12 days. Yeah. 12 days, Christmas. Whoop, whoop. All right. Uh, thanks for joining us and we will catch you next Friday.
Were the bench boys, were the bench boys.